I'd like to address the freshmen. These remarks are uh, really ordered to you. Everyone else can listen in. Um, I think Thomas Aquinas College is an outstanding place, and it's unique in many ways. Often, we describe its uniqueness negatively. There are no electives. There are no majors, no minors. There are no textbooks. Um, but there's a positive to that, which is, and I think this is true only of Thomas Aquinas College to the extent that I know, that we're the only school that understands and claims that there's a natural order to knowing. That's why we do not have electives, majors, minors, etc. There's a natural order of knowing, and there's a reason why we read the things and study the things we do at this college. Another negative, sometimes it's put negatively, is that we do not have lectures. And that's what I want to address today. It is true that our, our method in class is by way of discussion. And it's not because we think that's the only way to learn. One of our founders put it this way, the discussion method is not essential to the life of learning, but it is essential to that life as it's carried out at this college. Now, one can certainly learn by, by hearing, um, and that's why we do have a lecture series here, too. We think there's a, a value to that. And one can even learn by, by doing as technical institutes. That's how often you proceed. But at this college, we proceed by way of discussion. And discussion is not simply the kind of thing you do normally in, in everyday conversations. In everyday conversation, you might be talking about things that are kind of trivial. You can talk about the weather or the earthquake yesterday. And you might change after talking about the earthquake. You might talk about a fire. And no one thinks that that's inappropriate. We started off talking about earthquakes. Why are we talking about fires now? But in the discussion method in class, you will discover there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's order. And that's important to understand because at first it might not you might not have that feeling there are going to be digressions somebody's going to say something and no one's going to uh, hear it or hear it in the same way and they'll go on to something else but what you'll discover over time is the discussion method gets better stronger more orderly and if you're ever in doubt about that, I urge you to sit in on a junior or senior class to see the progress that you will make. It'll take time, but it's, I think, encouraging. The method of discussion that we employ in the classroom gives life to the program. It inspires wonder, which is the beginning of wisdom. It makes the students more capable of learning and more likely to make their own what they have learned more open to recognizing the truth. And here's what our founding document, the Blue Book, says about um, our method. Quote, the classes will be tutorials and seminars, not lectures. Tutorials and seminars proceed by rigorous discussions of the readings. They require a more active participation on the part of the students than do lectures. Now there are three points being made in that very succinct proposal about method. One, rigorous discussions. Two, discussions of the readings. And three, active participation. So as I said, in the classroom you might find 
digressions as, at first. Some be, somebody might be inclined to talk about what the Greeks thought, which is not necessarily contained in the reading. You'll get over that. You'll discover with the guidance of your tutor, there's a way of proceeding that's more rigorous. And as a result, you will discover every step along the way, you make some approach to the truth. It may be a small step at times, sometimes so small that you may not see where it leads. At other times, it may be a large eye-opening step. But eventually, class by class, you will notice that you're heading closer to the truth, that you are, in fact, learning. Now, you might ask yourself, who are you learning from? In the discussion method, it is not the tutor who tells you what to think. And it's not the other students, primarily, since they are in the same situation as you are. They are here to learn something. And that brings me to the second point that's found in our founding document, discussion of the texts. In the classroom method, it is the text that teaches. It is the author of the book you have read who speaks and leads students in the direction of truth. The order of the classroom is determined by the works themselves. The tutors have a definite role in this discussion as well. They do not lecture, but they know a great deal about the material, more than the students, and they're able to guide the students in every class. They do it not necessarily by imposing a position, certainly not. They do have views about the text, but they do it because they, along with uh, you, have read the text in advance and hold themselves accountable to the text. And this requires a tremendous, a tremendous competency on, on their part. So the tutors behind me, I think you are blessed to have them. They're remarkable, dedicated to this program and to this method, which requires, again, great skill. But the principal teacher in the classroom is the author of the book. The author proposes an order to be followed, and the author proposes an end to be judged. In some cases, he's like a typical professor. He's laid out a thesis, made an argument for it. In other cases, the author might be a novelist or a poet who moves us through our imagination and our emotions to some view about things. Historians approach truth in another way, and theologians begin with faith to pursue the ultimate truths. The final point we take from the passage I quoted from our founding document is that there must be active participation by the students for the discussion method to succeed. Active participation requires, first and foremost, that you be prepared. How you prepare is quite simple. You must read the text, and you must read it intelligently before class. It's really that simple. You must read the assigned text which all of your classmates are also reading with a view to understanding its points, its intention, that is, what it's trying to say. Once you've read a text thoughtfully, you're ready to discuss it intelligently. Of course, not everyone can be equally active in the classroom, and that's a good thing. 
If everyone were trying to talk and no one were listening, there would be chaos in the classroom. Intelligent discussion requires speakers and listeners. But everyone must be actively engaged in this discussion. When someone is speaking, others listen thoughtfully. And the best participation in times might be simply to say, can you repeat that? It's so modest, so easy. But as a tutor, I can tell you, I love when I hear that. People are listening. They want to hear what's been said. Or, and this is a winner, where do you find that in the text? <laughs> I don't know how many times people said that to me when I was in class. <laughs> or, let me see if I understand. Is this what you are saying? Active participation does not require that you have a carefully worked out position whenever you speak. It means reading the text before class, reading it carefully, and thinking about it intelligently with a view to learning the truth. That is how you'll be active in your own learning. So liberal education prepares you to receive, recognize, and understand truth. Truth makes you free because you are no longer bound to accept opinions, either your own or others. Instead, you know what is true. You've made it your own. The texts we read at Thomas Aquinas College, the authors who teach, the tutors who guide, and the unique method by which we discuss all contribute ultimately to that freedom. So I've had over the years, the great privilege of meeting many of our alums. And I can tell you this, when I chat with them, when I talk to them, they usually have one regret. But that regret is not, I wish I had watched more movies while I was at TAC, <laughs> or played more video games, or been more active in social media. That is not their regret. Their regret is, I wish I took full advantage of the program. I wish I was more involved in what the college has to offer. So I ask you not to make that your regret. And if you give yourself to this program, you'll be richly rewarded. God bless you. <laughs>